Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Grindstone Adventures Podcast. This is episode number 17. We're going to be talking turkeys with my buddy Elijah Sims. He's coming back on. He's going to talk about his hunt this year. and He got a bird, I'm pretty sure it was opening day of the season this year in Ohio. Big old bird compared to what I shot. So, what's going on bud? What's going on, Pierre? Oh, you know, living that hotel life. Yeah, I, I've done it before, man. I've been there. It's, it's fun at times, but then it gets it gets boring. <laughs> it definitely gets boring, especially when you gotta stay up till three a.m. So you don't you sleep in, so you're awake for work. Right? Yeah, oh yeah. I uh, I understand. I about three years ago, I worked out in Indianapolis for about a month, and that was that was not fun. <laughs> well, I'm about an hour south of Rochester, New York, right now. Yeah, yeah, see, New York, uh, there ain't nothing in New York for me. Thank God I don't smoke cigarettes, because if I had to go get packs of cigarettes, dude, they're $10 up here. Yeah, I, uh, I bought, I bought tobacco in New York before, and that, uh, it's not very cheap, that's for sure. Fuck no, day. <laughs> so you uh, got your I think, bird. I think at one point it was like $9 for just a can of chew. Oh my, I, I would have probably just quit just because I had to. <laughs> Luckily, I was just passing through. We were just passing through New York, so oh, okay. I didn't have to buy any while I was there. <laughs> <laughs> so you got your bird early on in Ohio's season this year. I got my bird about twenty minutes into the official season kickoff. Right, right at opening shooting time is when when I knocked my bird down. No shit. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it. Uh, I'll probably never have a season that quick, but again, I don't want to have a season that quick again. Um, don't get me wrong, it was cool, you know, I'm, I was tagged out, but then, you know, okay, I'm tagged out. Now what? Well, I, there's still a month of season left. Yep. You know, so it's kind of frustrating, you know, especially with the new uh, the new laws in Ohio, but uh, yeah. yeah, like I said, uh, I, I think I shot at about six... I think it was like around six twenty is when I when I shot my bird. So yeah, it was uh, it was entertaining. It was a great. It, I mean, it was uh, it was a very entertaining hunt. It was just you know, like here I'm done, and you know, send it into the state. Say hey, there you go. There's your uh, there's one of ten birds that are going to be killed in Miami County this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you? I didn't get a bird in Ohio, obviously, so I don't know this, but I'm assuming since it's, I do it for deer, you know, you put your physical tag and then you tag it online too. So yeah. So it's it, it. So turkey is considered in Ohio a big game animal really? in the same regards of what a deer is. Okay. Um, but deer and turkey are the two most profitable uh, hunting seasons that the state has as well. Oh yeah. I mean, duck is pretty popular, uh, but it's not considered, you know. A, uh, a a big game like these two are. Right. So, in Michigan, I didn't know this, and it actually caused me a lot of stress right after I shot my bird. So, I shot my bird at like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. The second to last day of the season. And, you know, I got it. I put the zip tag on the tag on its foot and shit, and I got it out, and I go back to the car or the truck, and I, you know, I sign out of their kiosk, and... I'm like, all right, now I got to go online. I got to tag this sucker with the physical tag number. I'm yeah. searching all over their website, and it's 
It's Sunday before Memorial Day. Ain't nobody in, right. that, in the Michigan DNR office. I'm like right. looking all over their website. Can't find nothing. It's not working. I was like, what the hell is going on here? So I was like, I'm just going to have to like hope for the best and give them a call Tuesday and hope they don't take nothing because I didn't. it's after the season and a couple of days later. Right. Well, I ended up getting a call. From, I called them. They get, did the callback thing. And I got a call from really, really nice DNR agent from up there. And she told me, she's like, yeah, we don't do that. Physical tags are all that's required for Turkey in Michigan. I was like, no shit. Really? Yeah, it was kind of scary for me at first because, you know, I got all excited. I got the burden, and now I can't get a tag online. I'm freaking out. So the way I the way that I do it, and, um, it, and um, this is all because of the app. You know, the, the Hunt Ohio app has, you know, really makes things easy. I don't here. even know anything about that. Um, like I don't even print off a physical uh, tag anymore. I mine is all mine is all stored on my on my profile on my app. Really? So, yeah, that's my my hunting, my fishing license, you know. And I the cool thing about it is, is I can go back from because you know it goes off of your off of your ID, you know, like your social security number. Right. Um, I can go back to when I bought my first hunting license in like 2000 and hell it was probably 2005 something like that yeah um but it makes it really easy because you can you know you can go on right onto the app you can tag tag your bird you can you know say okay it was a gobbler it had a 10 inch beard it had an inch long spurs mm-hmm. you put your your county um you know uh public private and um yeah, it just makes it really easy. Now I still put a temp, t- a temp tag on it, and that's just if I'm carrying it out of the woods. Yeah. Um. So you, you so like here, you do the temp tag until you can get it out to where you can actually tag it online. Right. And then you go from there, and you know, like you have, like I have my numbers and stuff. So like, it, let's say I wanted to get this one mounted, mm-hmm. my uh, you know, my uh, the guy who does my taxidermist, he um. He always asks for the numbers just to make sure it's not a poached a poached bird. So right. it makes it pretty nice. You know, that all that stuff is just available on my phone now compared to what it used to be. The the hassle of actually having a bird tagged and things like that. Yeah. Taking it to uh used to I remember the first bird I ever killed is when Ohio started the call just the call in method. See, because Back when I first started deer hunting, you had to physically take the deer to a check station. Right, and it was right awesome. Now, now you don't. There, there's very few of those left, and I now all you any. have to do is just call it in, or you know, go to your app and do it. So it's a, it's a, it's a. Ohio is doing some cool things with that, and that that app, like I said, is awesome. I'm gonna have to it, get that you know, app. Gives you all the rules, like you know. it's you know, you remember you used to you'd get your hunting license in the fall and they'd hand you the uh, the brochure with all the rules and regulations in it. Well, now all that is on the app. And then so the, the changes are made as they come, not like, hey, this this actually changed, even though it's not like that in the, in right. the book. I'm, I'm going to have to give so, me that app. But yeah, it's cool, man. It's a free app. So it's... Um, I would I would definitely look into it, especially if you you know if you if you hunt or fish in Ohio, it just makes things so much easier, and it takes away from having the physical tag in the state of Ohio or a physical license. That way you don't have to worry about losing it. 
you know, because mm-hmm. no matter what, if you log into your account on anybody's phone, it's let's there. say you lost your phone, you've still got your license and stuff. So, right. I've got. I mean, I don't have a physical license at all. They mailed me my my Michigan tag. Did they? Yeah, and I guess that like there have been a lot of issues this year because people weren't getting their tags in the mail, and they were gonna have they were pay, having to be. Uh, calling into Michigan DNR saying hey I didn't get it and Michigan's DNR didn't have any type of plan to fix that so they were making them they were just making them charge for a reprint and then remailing it right which I got lucky I got mine I guess but yeah like I, yeah. I, I that was weird for me but yeah well, I'm, so I'm, let me ask you this how much was it for out of state in Michigan the license was $151 but that you know that yeah. covers your deer hunting or your if you were to you can't do it as an out-of-state resident, but say you got an elk tag up there or whatnot, or you draw for a bear, or if right. you just want to do turkey or deer, you that $151 covers your license for all of that. And then your yeah. tags are separate. The turkey tag up there was 15 bucks. The my oh, deer, that's not bad. My deer tag up there, since I got the license, I'm just going to go up and whitetail hunt again. It's 20 bucks. So I'm like, yeah. I'm going to keep hunting Michigan, because the place I, I got my bird... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I seen twenty birds in three days. Really? Yeah, it, it was nuts. I loved it. Saw all kinds of gobblers and heard them. It's just you know, I'm not not real good at calling and getting them to work is a different different story, especially the late season like that. Right. It was the day before the end of the season. I'd never killed a bird, and four jakes come out twenty yards in front of us and worked to thirty five, and I was like, he'll do, and smoked him. Dave, there's a there's a beard, dude. I. And so um, that that was kind of my thing going into the season, especially the state of Ohio now with the one bird rule. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was going to be more selective this year. You know, I was yeah. going to take take that 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 deer approach and say, okay, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shoot a Jake or a, you know anything smaller than a Tom. And right. I, if, a tom, if it was a Tom, I didn't mind the size of it. But as long as he was a gobbler and had you know had a full beard on him. Mm-hmm. I was shooting. I mean, it, I just wasn't going to take a Jake. So just you, because you, you know, may have answered I, this for me before. How do you do know? It, you may have answered this for me before, but like, is there a certain amount of time a turkey has to be alive to become a uh, tom, or is it beard length that determines if it's a tom or a Jake, or how does that work? So, so here's so typically the way it works is um, you you have one year or less is considered a Jake. Okay. Uh, Typically, two-year-old birds are are all gobblers by that point. Um, it's it, it's all you know. So Jake is a juvenile in comparison to an adult tom, right? Um, and you, I mean, you know, like the it's kind of like dogs, you know. So dogs they they grow to be considered an adult within a year and a half. So it's kind of the same with a with those with birds like that. Okay. Um, they grow they grow so fast that they're you know you have one season of them being a jake and then after that you got toms so which is great for our property because there's three of us that turkey hunt the property that we hunt so right we know year after year how many birds are going to be there more than likely just depending on hatch and things like that you know how many jakes there are on the property um because like two years ago there was we knew we knew of at least uh eight jakes on the property which is a lot, but where we're at, you know, we have right on the river, there's plenty of water. Um, 
it's we're kind of in like the we're really in one of the top spots in Miami County when it comes to trying to kill turkeys you know because 10 years ago um, 10 to 15 years ago there was no birds here really? um, nobody yeah and <clears throat> they had migrated this way <clears throat> finally there so back a long time ago there was there was turkeys in Miami County and then uh, all of them, you know, we they end up getting killed off. Well, they finally started to work their way back up here. Um, and but the thing is, is it's still one of those weird things where not a lot of people turkey hunt here in Miami County, and it's not a it's because here there's no public land to hunt, so you you run into that issue, and then you run into the issue, okay. Like, we hunt 600 acres mm-hmm. in Miami County. 600 acres in Miami County is a lot. I mean, there's not, you know, and there's a lot of farmland here. So, but, you know, as close as we are to Indiana, that's what you have. You have a lot of farmland, a lot of tree lines, things like that. Where right. we, where we're at, luckily, is right on the Stillwater River, and the birds are all the way up and down the river in, in the entire length of Miami County. So. Damn. Yeah. And where ours is at, it's kind of a, uh, so the property we hunt butts right up next to a nature preserve. So birds come and go between the nature preserve and then there's like two or three properties that are along the river that pretty much butt up next to it that those birds work to. So it's a, it's a blessing, you know, to to be able to have the opportunity here and not have to travel to go hunt anymore right um you know because growing up we hunted public and in southern ohio and uh sorry spit my chew out (laughs) hunted hunted public in southern ohio and then got to the point where you know southern ohio is so oversaturated with hunters that um now we then we went to kentucky for a little while then now we're we're back up here and we're hunting, you know, I'm hunting 10 minutes from my house. So, right. <clears throat> yeah, so it's cool, man. I mean, it's, um, like I said, it's really a blessing. Plus, if you, if you name it, I can kill it on the property that we hunt. I mean, or fish or, you know, cause like we've got five ponds that we're, that we're allowed to fish and they all, it's all creek fed. So clear water, you know, plenty of smallmouth in there. It's, you know, a lot of people don't think of smallmouth ponds, but because of it being big fed, yeah. it's fun. It used to, probably 10 years ago, this place, it was a, um, it was a, it was a club <clears throat> that they, uh, had, those ponds were trout ponds. Really? And you had, yeah, you paid X amount of dollars and you can come up there and fish for trout. And so, but now that, you know, that went under and so now it's just, it's open, it's open to certain amount of people to go up there and hunt and fish so is it like catch and release or is it you keep them um we typically it just so i'm more into bass fishing mm-hmm. than i am anything else and I, that's just how i've always been um grew up my dad fished bass tournaments every sunday i was at the lake all the time so i've gotten into the bass fishing side of things more than i have you know like I know a lot of people the buzz catching crappie type fish of. a lot and the crappie <laughs> like I like crappie don't get me wrong I love the love to eat crappie but I'm not big into that actual um that style of fishing I like to work and that's my uh so bass fishing to me is my is my release 
bass fishing to me is the equivalent of turkey hunting or deer hunting. You know, you got to work mm-hmm. through what you're trying to do. It's not just, oh, I'm going to cast this and let it sit here. It's, you know, it, it's cast, recast, 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 you know, yeah. just trying, you know, which I mean, me and you fish together. You know how I like to, you know how I like to fish. So. Yeah, you still owe me a, a new lure. Well, you know, I actually, I still have that lure, which is hysterical to me. <laughs> and the amount of fish I've caught on that thing. I knew it. I, I fucking on knew old, it. On the old uh, Fury Five Finger Discount, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did get that one for a Five Finger Discount, too. <laughs> Walmart special. Dude, yeah, that I thing was that. ripping. See, I remember you were at Walmart in Cambridge, and I told you that I needed a, told you I needed a, a new lure, and you... You got one for me. <laughs> yeah, my, I don't do that anymore, but back in the day, I wasn't the greatest person. Yeah. But you were, you were, well, you know, we... Uh, I was good to my friends, but if you weren't a friend, yeah, we, look we out. We enjoyed our time, man. It was, it was a blast back oh, yeah. in the day. I, sometimes I, uh, I, 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 miss, I miss being over there, you know, oh, yeah. at, at school and... Not all the time, though. Not no, all the time, just sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I miss being there, hanging out with friends, having no stress and job stuff. But I don't miss doing the homework and you know going to practice every single day. Oh man, I don't. I, you know, as much as I love playing uh, football in college, I I don't miss that. You know, I, it was fun while I, while it was going on, but yeah, it just wasn't. Once it just felt more like a job once I got to college, and that will ruined it for me for a little bit yeah um plus you know had a had a had a knee injury and you know that just wasn't the same after i had that knee injury so yep i i, I know what you mean but you talk about some turkeys over there in mesquim county there are some turkeys man dude i i remember seeing turkeys out behind ulster house all the time and just like i wouldn't do i wouldn't even think anything about it because i never hunted turkeys but i was like man those those suckers are awful loud today or something like that and yeah. go about my day and then I'd see a deer and be like, hmm, I wish I had my bow in the trunk of the Jeep still so I'd go over there and smoke that deer. Well, it's just so funny because like deer were so abundant on that campus. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I'd walked up to deer. Hey, will you relax? <laughs> you want a dog, dude? I'll give you two of them. No, my dog will kill him. <laughs> she is a grumpy but, old um, bitch. No deer, dude. It was just like I remember from my first visit. I, that's all I saw was deer, and um, it, it was cool, you know, because like, uh, well, now you know, Courtney, now my my wife, she would come and stay on the weekend or whatever, and she's like, I can't believe that there's just any, this many deer out here. I was like, this is every day. Yep. You know, ten to ten to fifteen deer every day, even in the you know in the heat, you'd see deer. It, it was it was cool, man. Um, to be able to walk the class and look down and see, see where they're, you know, there was a couple spots where they were, where you could see where they were bedding at, which was, you know. Yeah, that little like travel corridor between Thomas and townhouses, they bedded in there and then down below the yeah. dam and stuff. But, um, yeah, like I said, it's, you know, uh, I, I think that now that I've, I've gotten out of high school or gotten out, yeah, even high school and college, you know, I've definitely uh, put more effort into being an outdoorsman. I think that for me, it's, it's more than just, you know, it's more than just hunting and fishing to me. You mm-hmm. know, I just like being out. 
you know so like we take we take the dogs up and um we'll go up there we'll walk trails with them we'll you know let them off the leash let them around a little bit you know yeah it's 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 like i said it's just more it's more to me than just uh hunting and fishing it's you know we just we're i'm a big nature person i'm not yeah. a tree hugger but i'm also uh I, I respect it more now than what i did when i was growing up um and i think it has a lot to do with the fact of okay well i'm in middle school and my dad is the one that's actually calling in turkeys for me right. you know and you know and no, nothing against that me and me and my dad up until uh like my dad last year called in our turkeys that we killed. Um, this year was actually the first year that I had the opportunity to go on my own. Um, and it's not that I couldn't, it was just a, um, well, okay, let me take it. Let me put it this way. I've hunted by myself before. Um, but this year was the first time opening day. I hunted by myself and called my own bird in. Um, really? I called birds in but never had the opportunity to get a shot off where like this, this year it was, um, it, man, it was, it was weird how it all worked out. It was just so fast. Um, well, let's get into that. Uh, well, don't break it yeah. down for us. So I'll, I'll start from, I'll start from 5 PM the night before. Right. So okay. I have to work the night that the Saturday or the Friday. So I actually worked Friday and Saturday that weekend. So my Friday ends, at Saturday morning at 5 a.m., right? Mm -hmm. So turkey season comes in 5 a.m. So I'm in the office at work, and um, I'm just, like, I, I'm ready, you know, like I have I have all my stuff in the truck with me. So it's funny, my buddy, uh, he lives a couple houses down from me, which we went to high school together. He, he calls me, and he's like, hey, man, do you have – He's like, can I borrow your one of your shotguns? I was like, yeah. I was like, why? He's like, well, he's like, he said, I don't have any <laughs> two and three quarter shells. He's like, all I have is three and a half. And <laughs> he's like, well, your shotgun shoot three and a half. I was like, yeah. He's like, um, so like, you can you can shoot this one. I said, are you hunting out of a barn? He's like, yeah. So I leave my house or I leave work, um, which and I was working with somebody else at the time. So it's a Friday night. Friday nights are pretty slow, but so I leave. I come home, I get my shotgun for my buddy, and I drop it off at his house. Mm -hmm. And um, so I I even gave, he's like, oh, I've got like four. I was like, okay, well, here, here's a couple more three and a half inch shells. So give him the shells. And um, so I get back to work, and this is like around 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Yeah. Get back to work. And so it's getting the, you know, it's starting to get real, right? And um, there's a lot of guys at work that know, I'm, you know, that knew a lot of the drivers that I, I talked turkey hunting and deer and fishing with. And um, so I get back to work and it's like, man, I still got until 5 a.m. So I'd only, you know, at 9 o'clock, I'd only been there for four hours. So I like, okay, got, got a full stuff. shift left ahead of me. <laughs> Mind you, I started to go into work the next night, right? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it finally gets to be, it's like 4.30. I'm like, okay, well, I got to go get my stuff that way and get changed. Um, so I run out to the truck, grab my shirt, grab my pants, and um, go ahead and I, I, you know, get my boots on and stuff. And all the drivers are like, where the fuck are you going? I was like, dude, it's opening day. You know what I mean? Opening day for me is, it's like my Super Bowl. It's like, hey, it's time to go. Right. So, um, 
why so where I, where I work at in comparison to where I hunted at it's about 15 minutes so stopped by my mom and dad's house pit and um on my way you know sat there and talked to my dad so um for a few minutes so our tradition this is it's I'll call it a superstition even is if you drink a beer before you go out you'll kill a turkey it's it's held true for as for every bird that I've killed other than the one I killed when I was you know in middle school yeah um so and it's like you you can't crack it when you're at the house like you gotta be in the woods you know before you get into the woods you, you drink it you know so you stand there at the we, truck. Uh, yeah so we I get I we get all ready and we get out into the woods and head over that way well um so we're sitting there and it's you know it's about 5 30 or so 5 45 um and they're starting to finally you know these birds are starting to talk a little bit well we had so here to kind of put it into uh, um a visual so the 600 acres there's 400 on the south side of the road and then there's a little there's right at 200 on the north side of the road okay. so um on the north side a lot of it is that prairie uh that prairie grass but mm-hmm. there is a, like a little patch woods over there yeah where we've killed birds before but the south side of the road is where you can get on the river you know you can get tucked away a little bit and it's all woods for the most part over there so i get to um a point where you know okay there's two birds that i'm hearing and they're probably within 200 yards of each other along then they're right on the river well um i was like well dad i said i'm gonna go after the one of these two i said you know he's like okay well i'm gonna go up on top of the hill and see what's going on up here so i uh I have my decoys with me, have my shotgun, you know, everything, got my vest on. Well, I start working my way uh, into the woods, and I mean, dude, these birds are hot. Well, these decoys I have, the, um, and, you know, I called, you know, th- throwing out a couple, you know, light yelps and, you know, getting responses back. I'm like, okay, I said, we're, we're, we're working into something here. Right. So I picked one that, I picked out the one that I wanted. And then the other one, you know, if something went wrong, I could still work to that bird if it, you know, if I had to. Right. So I'm easing into the woods and I'm walking around the ponds and stuff like that. And uh, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, I don't hear anything right now. But it was like, you know, it's, you know, five, let's say, let's call it 550. Right. So, I mean, this has only happened. This is a five minute span we're talking right here. Well, so I have my, my decoy bag and I, I have... You know, I've got the Jake and the hen, well, and the stakes. Well, so my bag was rattling so bad as I'm walking into the woods. And, like, I tried to hold it differently, do everything I could, but it was still rattling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, this is not fucking good. So I actually got to the point where this bird, I'm pretty much on top of this bird. And, you know, my being on top, I'm within, I'm within 75 yards of this bird. I can't see him yet because it's still not it's still not light enough, but I know roughly where he's at. I mean, he's he's within distance of me. So I'm like, you know what? Forget this. I got my uh, I pulled my hand out and I didn't I forgot to grab a stake, but I just grabbed the hand mm-hmm. and I'm walking I'm walking through. Well, there's um, from where the river has flooded. You know, I had kind of like a natural blind. Right. Uh, that I could sit in behind, 
didn't have anything to rest on, but I had, you know, I had a little bit of a natural blind that I could, that I could hunt. Well, it, um, come to find out it wasn't a very good spot to be. So, um, I actually found like a little bit of a taller patch of grass and I was like, okay, I'm going to set this hen up on top of this grass. You know, like I said, forgot my steak. So I sat it, sat it up on top of the grass, uh, and I, you know, kind of pointed him away, pointed her away that way, you know, but enough to where he could still see the head. So, um, it finally cracks daylight. And like I said, I'm talking to these birds back and forth and I, I get to the point where I just shut up because, um, they're, they're shocking to each other more than they're, they're answering to me. How could you uh, tell they were doing that though? Do what? How, how could you tell that? Well, so what, what would happen was, is, you know, it, once it gets to, uh, you know, for them getting ready to fly down, you can tell because they gobble like crazy. Okay. So, um, it, it was, it was getting to that point where it's like, okay, these guys are going to gobble at everything, whether it's me, whether it's an owl, you know, something like that. They're, they're going to gobble. Well, it got to the, so it finally cracks daylight just, just enough. And I can see the bird I'm going after. Well, like I said, I'm sitting on this natural blind and I've got, so I, uh, I'm a big slate call guy, uh, yeah. slate or glass. Um, but I should have had, if I'd had my mouth call a different story, but for some reason I forgot it. I don't know <laughs> how I didn't bring my mouth call with me. So I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, well I see this path that this bird will come up if he pitches down to me. But the issue is, is where I'm sitting is not a good spot for that path. Right. So I, I made it up. I was kind of doing a little bit more of a mini scout, trying to figure out a good tree to sit on, you know, cause when you get into the woods, it's, you know, it was pitch black when I first got into the woods and then now I can see a little bit. I'm like, okay, here's a big, big tree I can sit on. And it's a really good one, but I couldn't move because it's daylight. If I can see him, I know that he can see me for sure. once you know if i move so i i call to him call to him call to him and i mean i see him he's he's stretching his wings he's getting ready to pitch so in my mind i'm you know i'm like okay as soon as i see him pitch i'm going to get up and run to where i need to go well so he finally pitches so i grab my gun and one of my calls, like I, because t- I, I take my vest off. Like a lot of people don't take their vest off, but where I was sitting, like I said, I kind of had a blind, so I took my vest off. You know, I take one call, my shotgun, and I go get on the street, right? Yeah. Well, uh, he so he hits the ground and he's not saying anything. So I call, and he he gobbles once. That's all it took, and then next within within two minutes. Zach, I, I, this is no joke. He comes up that trail, the exact trail that I'm, that I thought he would come up. Um, and it, ha- it like I said, it happened so fast that I wasn't even really ready for it yet. Cause normally, you know, if I've called a bird out of the roost, like it's a, like it's a process. Cause you still have to like, yeah, Hey, you talk that bird off the tree, but you still have to talk him to you. Right. Well, um, I, uh, he comes down and I see him and I'm like, Oh shit. Like, you know, we're getting ready to, well, this bird's going, you know, there's just no way around it. So call goes down and I had my gun and not the greatest spot, but I can make it work. So 
um, he he kind of dips his head into the woods for a second to look around and see what's going on, and then I get my gun ready. Well, as soon as as soon as he comes back out, I mean, dude, he is on top of my head. I mean, it's just it's unreal how quick he got onto me. Um, so he comes in and he's strutting into my head. Well. He like you know he kind of pecks my hand uh, at first, and then his head he comes right out of strut, and I got a shot off. Well, so here's a little bit of another backstory for you. I had three shells with me. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's all I brought. You know, not only in my gun, that's all I had on my person because I forgot to. Well, I I shouldn't say I forgot. I went two days prior to go buy some because I shoot long geared XR. Well, okay. um, I, I couldn't find any, you know, it, this is, you know, we're still kind of in the, you know, Hey, it's tough to find some stuff. Yeah. Well, I couldn't find anything. And I went to like four or five different stores around trying to find some shells. And I was like, Oh shit. Well, hopefully, you know, I shouldn't need more than three. Shouldn't need more than three. You know, that's in my mind. You know, I've always, every shot, I, every bird I've killed is first shot. Right. Well, I was a little, I was sitting a little bit lower than where this bird was so i'm kind of shooting up at him already so he comes out of strut and i shoot i he goes right over top of his head i mean i see the wad and everything go right over top of his head i'm like oh <laughs> fuck he so he jumps straight up but he's still kind of like hey what's going on you know like looking at this hand so i shoot and mind you i forgot that i'm shooting a semi-automatic so, so you're already ready to go and you don't even know. I'm ready to go and I, in my mind, I'm not. But so I, for some reason, I pull the trigger again, fucking right over top of him again. I'm <laughs> like, what is going on here? Like, I've never been like, I've always been a decent shot and like, I'm, I'm getting pissed off at myself. But after that second shot, he's starting to figure out something was going on. Right. So he's starting to like kind of circle around and it's like, all right, Elijah, you got one more shot of this. You better not fuck it up. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Boom. He rolls. I drop my shit. I run out after him, you know, give him the old, give him the old, uh, neck twist with a head stomp. And you know, that was that man. Um, now mind you, all this happened from let's, let's say five forty-five to six fifteen. So, it was that fast. I mean, when I said that I had a fast turkey season, I had a fast turkey season. Like, I've never gone through that before to where it was that fast. Um, because, but at the same time, every other year, I've had the opportunity to continue to hunt afterwards, where this year it was, wow, I'm done. You know what I yeah. mean? It was, it was wild. That's um, a hell of a fucking season, though. Yeah, I know. And <clears throat> it's funny because I know me and you had talked about trying to get video on on this year and um i i remember telling you well it had been pretty uneventful for you to have video for one bird today <laughs> you know and as fast as it happened you know to be done and be done by but even really before sun even before uh the sun comes up you know yeah. just because you know you have that 30 minutes prior to uh sunrise so um yeah before the sun even comes up i've got a, i've got a bird on the ground well so I, uh, I get the bird and, you know, go through all the process, you know, I get them tagged and stuff. Well, um, you know, I'm amped, you right. know? but like I said, this is the first one I've called for myself. Um, and I actually gotten a shot off. So I get him, I get him back out to the truck and, um, 
I left my phone in the truck. So how I tell you, I normally tag my bird and how I did it this time. I accidentally left my phone in the truck. Right. Well, I look at my phone and my dad's texting me, has texted me. He's like, is it fucking World War Three back there or what? <laughs> and uh, so I uh, I call him and I was like, hey, I said I got a dead bird. And he's like, I'd hope you have, he's like, by the sound of it, yeah, you have about three of them. And I was like, well, I said I wish, but um, I was like, <laughs> I said, we'll talk about it here in a minute. So, um, so I'm done. I'm turkey season done. I, you know, it is what it is. But you know, my dad's still working a bird. Well, or is in the process of trying to work a bird. He had one talking in the morning and then lost one. But so the other, so that back to that second bird I was hearing mm-hmm. when I was calling. Up until the time that I got out of the woods, he is still hot. I mean, I was that bird was coming into me. That bird was also coming into me. I, but at the same time, it's like, I can't be here anymore. Like I got to get this bird out and go. And so he's still gobbling his fucking head off down there. And I'm like, man, I really wish I had somebody else with me right now because I, we would just get repositioned and call that bird in too. Right. But, um, yeah. So I go over and me and dad are talking and he's like, you know, we're looking at the bird and he's like, all right. He's like, well, I'm going to get back up the woods for a little bit. So I'm, there's a there's a grass lane that I went over to because my dad ended up moving to the other side of the road because um, me and him we weren't on top of each other but he was afraid that my bird talking and my calling would probably ruin it for him a little bit so he he goes to the other side of the road and um, so I drive over there and we we're just kind of sitting there bullshitting for a minute and here's a gobble and he's like you sit right there until I text you and tell you to move. So I'm sitting in my truck, you know, I'm, you know, like I'm texting, texting Courtney, I'm, you know, I'm texting my buddies and they're like, Hey, go dead bird, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so he calls in a hen, the gobbler <laughs> never comes. So he calls in a hen. Um, and I see the hen in like, I'm sitting in my truck and I see the hen cross past me on his way back to my dad or on her way back to my dad and I text him like hey there's a hen coming and he's like was there anything behind it I was like no well about five minutes later he's like fuck this he comes out so we come home we clean my bird you know we get everything taken care of take, take the take the Instagram pictures you know stuff like that right well he's like well he's like you go home and go to bed he's like I got he's like I gotta get back on the list well this is like 8.30 by the time I get home you know, you're out to McDonald's, go get some food, whatever. Um, I'm like, well, I got to work tonight. I was like, I got to go to bed. Well, I get a text around 1030 from my dad and it's just a picture. Well, I'm still like, I'm out of it. I, I saw the picture, but like I'm took my melatonin, dude. I'm, I'm asleep for the night or yep. for the day. <laughs> well, I wake up at, I would normally get up around 330. I look over and I had a missed call from my dad, a missed call from Levi, and um, a picture on my friend from my dad. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, dad killed a bird too. His was very, uh, his was kind of a luck of the draw thing. So, like, he, these birds came in on him silent from behind him, and he didn't know. He he said that when um, 
these birds came into him, he had, there was a Tom and three Jakes came in together. Really? So that's, that's how we knew it was a little weird this season is because normally Tom's and Jake's don't run together. Like they like that, you know, that early in the season. Um, but so he's like, I had to sit there for 10 minutes waiting for these birds to get off my, to get off my decoy before I could shoot. He's like, that's how close they were. He's like, there's an opportunity that if I would have shot, I could have killed at least two of them at the same time. Jeez. I'm like, good Lord. He's like, yeah. I said, you know, it's a good thing you didn't shoot. And, um, he's like, yeah, he's like, I, you know, obviously he's like, I picked out the gobbler. He's like, but if I had killed one of the chicks, it is what it is. And, um, so within, within five hours of turkey season, me and my dad are tagged out and me and my dad hunt the entire time, you know, or at least until we tag out. And, um, so we're done and we're talking shit to Levi at that point because Levi, <laughs> you know, like I said, he's hunting over in Harrison County and, um, he hasn't killed anything yet. <clears throat> and he's been talking, talking shit to us the entire time saying that he's going to be, you know, kill, kill a bird before we do. And it's going to be bigger and this, that, and the other. So it gets to be noon and, you know, I don't have anything from Levi saying that he killed a bird. Yeah. So I call him on my way to work. He's like, man, he's like, I, and so I was just set up in a bad spot. He's like, okay, Levi, whatever you say, <laughs> you know, it, we just like, like I said, it's just, it's Levi. We love him. I love him to death. He's one of my best friends in the world, but he, uh, he talks shit when he isn't supposed to talk shit. Oh, I remember. And especially when it comes to, to hunting, even though Levi is probably, uh, Levi, well, Levi and guns, that's a, just a weird, weird combo, but Levi's a big gun nut now, um, which I would have never guessed. But, um, so it's Sunday morning and um i've i'd worked and everybody at work is asking me how how season went and stuff like that you know oh, let me see pictures this that, and the other well um i get i get home and you know i'm just kind of hanging out and within two hours of me sitting at the house you know because i get home about 5 30 every morning it was like i get a picture from levi he said there you go so there's my fucking bird you asshole i was like okay that's how we're gonna play this one but uh um yeah it was uh like i said mine it it was eventful but it wasn't long and uh that was my complaint with the season it it was so it was so fun for that short period of time um because you know to anybody that listens to this you know i don't know how many viewers you're getting on average but if you ever get the opportunity to turkey hunt you don't even have to take a gun with you. Just go out and listen to the birds. They're There's such a fascinating bird when it comes to how they how they cooperate and how they how they respond to things. Um, There's nothing like the, it. You know, it, in my opinion, deer hunting's great, but because there's just something about turkey hunting, I can hear a bird that's 200 yards away, and it gets you know it gets my my blood pressure up. You know, I just. It, it, to me, just hearing them is as exciting as actually being able to put one down. Um, but it's it's a different kind of it's a different kind of hunting, you know. Like people, you know, you work for deer season, but you do that work in the summer, mm-hmm. and you you just getting in the woods is your work for uh, for deer. Where here, you know, um, you're you're working from the time you locate a bird until the time that bird is is dead Mm -hmm. and um it's 
I'm telling you, he's, uh, you you can speak for that. You can speak for that now, you know, because you finally had the opportunity to turkey hunt. You know, there's plenty of times I got busted. You know, I you know how many times I've went into the woods and didn't come out with anything. It happens more times than not. But with every species, you do end up killing one. You you definitely respect it and um, you appreciate it more. A hundred percent. The amount of work that you do for it. <clears throat> so. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that was, uh, like I said, that's kind of my turkey season, man. It was it was quick. I know and, you uh, texted me. I was up in Michigan working at the nuclear plant, and my coworker decided we were going to go, we were on call, so we were standby pay, but we weren't actually on call. Yeah. Um, he's like, let's go check out some stuff up by Lake Michigan and stuff like that. And So I was DDing him, and we were sitting at this bar, and I was drinking a Red Bull and eating some loaded nachos or something and he sent me a message like got one done I was like well I guess I don't need to go over there this weekend when I get off <laughs> yeah I, yeah because I mean I knew that we had talked about trying to get together and do some video work but um, yeah it ended I guess up, maybe we'll have to try that next season <laughs> hey I'm all for it or I mean if you want to get a, another tag during the fall and that, I'd well, be so more willing well the issue is like in the fall you run into, uh, like, in Miami County, I don't have, we don't have fall hunting here in Miami County. So I'd have to uh, do some work to try to get, try to get some land. But um, well, I've never had the opportunity to fall turkey hunt. I've always wanted to. Um, I mean. But it's a different, it's a very different kind of hunting. I can you know, do some looking around and stuff. And if you're willing to make a trip up towards the Carrollton Harrison area, I don't know many property owners down Harrison like Levi probably does now. But right. between Carroll County, Tuscarawas County, I, I could probably easily find some, some good fields to go sit in. Um, oh, yeah. I could probably talk to my, the property where I hunt deer and stuff. Um, she's like one of my second mothers. Her son's like my younger brother. If right. I tell her it's for the show and like I'm going to be present and mm-hmm. stuff like that, she'll probably more than likely let you come turkey hunt. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she'll let you deer hunt, but she'd probably oh, let you yeah. on there a deer or a turkey hunt. And I know there's turkey there. Um, in previous years, I had been told my buddy Skyler, he's like, I just I haven't seen any birds out there. I haven't heard any. I haven't been able to roost any. He's like, I just I'm just not gonna turkey hunt out there. And one day I went out there to get my license signed for the season, my permission slip signed. Yeah. As I'm going down the road. I see two turkeys in the field. I didn't have any binos with me, so I couldn't see what they were. They were about 200 yards away. Yeah. And it was before season opened, so I couldn't tell if they had a blue head, a white head, or, you know, a red head. I couldn't tell. But I'm like, well, fuck. I hit the horn trying to get them, if they were gobblers, see if I give them a shot gobble, and, you know, hey, that is a gobbler. But they just kind of, like, ducked their head and took off for the field, or the wood line. I was like, well... I don't know what the fuck they were. So I went up and got permission slip signed. And as I'm telling the same story to the property owner and uh, Lisa and Russ, uh, Lisa pulls up her phone, shows me pictures, same field. There's like, uh, I don't know, 20, 30 birds in the field all at once. I was like, no kidding. So I know they're there, they're there now. It's just I didn't hunt that property more than once this, in Ohio this year. I was with my buddy on a different property. Um <laughs> He, he he can call a lot better than me, and uh, I'll give him shit because he's my best friend, but 
He's still got a lot of work to get a good turkey call down too, but he could do it a yeah. lot better than me, so I'm not going to give him too much shit. Well, uh, you know, and I, I've, I'm not saying I'm a, uh, I'm not some god of a caller. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I can do the things that I need to do to call on a bird. But so, like, I listen to uh, Stephen Ranella quite a bit, and I, you know, I've, I've watched, watched every single like one that, of his turkey he episodes. Says, he's like, there's nothing that says you have to be a great caller when it comes to turkey. He's like, do you know how many hens I've heard that are awful? He's like, there's nothing that says that you have to sound just like they tell you to sound on the TV show. Right. Like, I, I learned that in Michigan. Like, yeah. He's like, it's very much, you know, you know, cause like a big thing is, is okay. Overcalling. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I, he's like, I don't buy that. He's like, yeah, there's a point where you gotta, you know, let the bird do its own thing. He's like, but at the same time, okay, so let's say you're yelping. Well, the, he's like, the rule of thumb has always been five yelps, and then you then you stop. You know, five yelps and maybe a, a couple clucks in there. Yeah. And um, he's like, do you know how many hens I hear out while I'm turkey hunting that do ten yelps? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, they, they, they don't yelp at all. Or they, all they do is cluck, mm-hmm. you know? He's like, it. He's like it is all based off of what is working. He's like, if if you're not a good caller, don't let that dis- discourage you from being a turkey hunter. Yeah. And um, so that, and so that to me, kind of, that stuck with me. So on and, Facebook, um, I joined a turkey hunting group on Facebook. It's just like people that just... Or enthusiastic about it. it's not like a hunting group or anything like that it's just people that like doing it showing pictures yeah. off tips and this and here and there and some dude from ohio told me he's like dude i'm not a very good caller he said but there's one thing i've done for years and it's it's my tried and true method he's like go get a push pull box and just yeah. work with those so i did and i didn't get my jake off push pull box i and me and my buddy we did we did a good due diligence of homework and made sure when sunday morning rolled around where i shot my bird we were right there for them to come off the roost within 20 yards. But right. I, we were across tree line and I'd been seeing birds in this field the entire weekend. And I finally got a Tom in that field. And I was like, you know, I'm hidden by a tree line. They can't see me. So I, I'm standing up, got my GoPro going and my buddy's filming me on his phone because my camera actually took a dump on me. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there, I'm hitting that push pull box and, and he's actually hitting it back to me. And I'm like, this is freaking yeah. nuts. And it ended up working like, he couldn't see us. And he, he was on top of us so fast in that situation. I didn't have time to put a single decoy up. Didn't have a hen up or a Jake. So yeah. it was one of those things where, he, I don't know if you can catch it in the video whenever I put that episode out. But you can almost tell like he worked as close as he was willing to work without seeing a hen. And yep. then he worked his way off. And I, I think I said that, it, too. It, that's happened to me countless times. <laughs> but whenever my buddy was filming me as I'm getting ready to shoot, so 6 a.m. rolls around, two hens come off the roost. We didn't see the the turkey or the jakes or the toms roost. We seen the hens roost. And, you know, I'd watched enough turkey hunting episodes from uh, Steve Ranella and... Uh, breaking point TV and stuff. I was like, all right, so if there's two hens roosted here, there's a, there's a Tom somewhere. He's got to be yeah. close. This isn't a real big patch of woods that roosted in. There's a field behind it. They're, they're somewhere right here. So right. that's what led us to set up in the way we did. 
they come off the roost at 6 a.m., those two hens. They mm-hmm. see, I had stuck two hens up, and then I'd put a jake decoy up in the field. They could tell something wasn't right with them, because it, now, you'll be able to hear it if you watch the episode whenever it finally comes yeah. out, but I don't know if it was a cluck, or if it was that clicking sound that you told me right. was a warning sound. I think it was a click. Because they immediately started working away from us at a slow pace, but still progressively getting further and further from us. Right. I think when I shot the Jake, the hens were at like 65 yards, and they started at 20. So huh. something was off to them. I could tell immediately. But those Jakes came out right next to us, and I, I ended up shooting the ugliest one. And then he got even <laughs> uglier because uh, I thought I put a good hit on him. And when I skinned this bird, or I plucked the bird, dude, I found two BB holes. That was it. But, Man, rookie. Yeah, I got one in his <laughs> neck and then one right in his back next to his spine. Yeah. So I'm thinking that one's the one that was my saving grace because he tried to escape like a little bastard. Yeah. And he ended up getting stuck in a mud puddle because he couldn't fly and he couldn't get his head up. Right. So I ran over there and, you know, I'm inexperienced. And next time I know better, I'm just going to grab his head and fucking twist his neck. Yep. But... This time I sent another three inch shell right to his face at two two feet. So I was gonna say because I like, that I picture, saw yeah, your, he uh, he ain't got much of a face. Picture and I was like, there's not like what did he do? I was like, did you chop his head off? No, nah, he, he, he decided he wasn't back. dead yet. And rookie mistake, I blasted his face off, which it didn't hurt any of the meat at all. But right, it was. But it, I think it was so cool. I mean, I've watched the playback of that so many times because I've got all the editing done to what I can do. I got yeah. I got more bits I need to put in it, but they're on SD cards in West Virginia, and I'm in New York, so it's just going to have to wait for a little bit. But yeah. you can hear the birds clucking or clicking, whichever one they were doing. You can hear the... My buddy says he could hear the jakes come off the roost. I never heard them come off the roost because they came in out of the woods on a trail on the ground. Already. Right. And I've watched the hens come out of the roost. Um, and then you can see me shoot, and then he, like, zooms out, and he can, like, you just get the full reaction and stuff. It was, it was a, actually a really good video. Yeah. And, like, we, we dicked off. I went Friday by myself. Saturday, he was with me all day. We couldn't get the job done, but we got some a lot of good film, a lot of, you know, goofing off and stuff on film while we are out there. And it, it's a good video, but... It, it, I think it was really, really cool to get his quality of footage of the birds making noises naturally. Because yeah. I didn't call it all on Sunday. Right. It's, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's, it, like I said, it. it's so fascinating to me. It's not even, like I said earlier, it, I could care less about shooting these birds. I mean, I love it. It's fun. But just to see how how they react to things and you know that that point of okay what you know what distinguishes you know this one as the dominant bird you know mm-hmm. what i mean right so um yeah i mean and you know i'm happy for you I, you know i'm glad that you finally got it i know i've been on you for years without getting turkey hunting and <laughs> yeah uh, Quite i'm glad years. you finally did <laughs> i mean that's the thing you do it once and I, I don't know a single person that says they hate turkey hunting I cannot think of a single person my buddy that I was with we stayed up in Toledo he has a house up there right now um, next yeah. season he won't he's moving back to Carrollton but I'm still going to go back to Michigan dude because it was that much fun up there um, yeah. but 
there's so many times throughout that entire weekend of me and him just rolling around driving to these different land management areas to hunt and stuff and we both just said like this is the best time like this is the best possible experience ever like i kept telling him i was like this is my vacation for the year i said i'm not taking any other vacations not going to a beach or nothing like that this is my vacation and i'm having a blast and it was just like the experience it was relaxed you killed a bird that late in the season Um, oh dude they were fired up they were after yeah, hens like and stuff every like bird nothing. Every killed has been within the first three days of season. Um, that, that, and I've tried to kill birds late season, and I just, I, I don't know. It, you know, they get to the point where they're henned up, and that's it. I mean. I would like um, to get, like, three or four buddies with me next year to go up to Michigan. Um, yeah. The guy that was with me, Lane, he's, he's going to want to go because he's seen the, the birds. Um, right. He's got a buddy... I don't know if you remember him, Nate Herrera from Muskingum. He left after freshman yeah. year. Yeah, he lives up there too, and he's friends with Lane, actually. So it's kind of weird that me and Nate knew each other before Lane and him worked together. Right. But, uh, yeah, so Nate's going to want to go next year, I think, because he, whether or not he can, it's going to depend because he's married and has kids now. But right. I want to get a couple buddies up there because, I mean, the property owner, she was really nice. She definitely didn't want to talk to us long. Um, yeah. We were hunting the land management uh, zone right next to her property, and I kept seeing the birds in her field. I was like, man, I, I, mean, I would really like to try and ask her for permission since I have a private land-only tag, which these management right. units were private land-only units. Um, so I finally, we went up to one house, and they're like, oh, no, we just own this part of the property. The field around us is the house down the road. And they don't let people hunt. I was like, oh, okay, well... Looked at my buddy, I was like, it can't hurt to ask still. So we went down, we asked, and she's like, well, my grandson's not hunting this weekend, so go ahead, and if you guys want to hunt again next year, just let us know, and if my grandson's not here, you'll you'll have permission, which was really cool. Yeah. So we went and, you know, we got in that property, and we that's where we ended up killing the bird. But it was right. just, me and my buddy, just, like, every hour or so, we just look at each other and be like, dude, this, we love deer hunting, but there's nothing like turkey hunting, because it's so more relaxed, but at the same time, so much more blood rushing and heartbeat yeah. it, it, it's it's hard to describe but I I fell in love with it, with it the very first time in Ohio when my buddy's dad was cutting for a bird and that thing was gobbling coming right at me I was like this is nuts yep it's um, like I said it's a different kind of experience man but like I said I'm also glad that you finally got into it you know it's um, yep I, I think that everybody should at least take the opportunity to try it once you know and get your own opinion of it right uh, <clears throat> um yeah man so that's cool i'm like i said uh, you know congrats i'm glad you got your first bird and you know it's um i'm gonna well, do you'll my be a, you'll be a lifelong turkey hunter now man oh yeah i'm gonna um, do my best to do what your your goal is too now because i'm hooked and those birds up in the, the montana rockies those things with the white tips what, yeah those ones are beautiful i want to get one of those ones now <laughs> Yeah, I want to I want to do the Grand Slam. That's my that's my goal is to, is to do it, and I want to do the the one season Grand Slam. You know, like a lot of people that do it spread out throughout three or four years. I've seen a post I wanna on. Do uh, I want to do a true one where it's done in the same season. I think I seen a Drury post today or yesterday. Uh, a lady did the Grand Slam in a season this year. Yeah, and finished up in same day. I killed my bird. She killed herself a bird. Yeah, which is nuts, but. Dude, I can't wait to do it. And then it also got me thinking. I was like, man, I'm going to try my own type of Grand Slam with deer. 
you know, I've got the white tail down. I want to go get a mule deer and then I want to get a black tail and then I want to, I'm going to call that one done because I don't, I don't really think I'm going to enjoy hunting out of the country much, but I will be willing to go to the country to go after red stag and hit, get an elk and right. do that family group. Well, I'm, I'm going to start uh, putting in my, for my elk tag in Kentucky every year. There I, you uh, go. <clears throat> you know, that's the other thing. A lot of people don't realize that there's elk here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's not, <clears throat> not necessarily in Ohio, but you can go to Eastern Kentucky and get on an elk. There's elk in um, PA, Michigan, yeah. uh, Kentucky, West Virginia, Tennessee. Yeah. So they're it's, around it's like here. One of those things where it's like, okay, well, I don't have to go, you know, it's always been that thing. It's like, I have to go out west to elk hunt, you know? Like, not no, necessarily. I can drive four yeah. hours to go elk hunt. Right. You know? <laughs> Oh, right. But, um, I think I'm putting off my elk hunt until 2024. Um, yeah. I'm still going to do that over-the-counter tag over in Colorado, but that's just for the full experience of, you know, going to the Rocky Mountains and stuff like that. Right. But I put in for a bear tag in Michigan this year, and I'm going to try and – I might get an over-the-counter bear tag in PA if I don't hit the Michigan bear. Yeah. So I'm I'm, um, I'm expanding I, what I, I want. Honestly, I have absolutely no desire to bear hunt. I don't none whatsoever. I don't really think it's gonna be all that as much fun as deer hunting or turkey hunting. But dude, yeah. I love bear meat. I love it. It tastes so good, and you can use so much of the bear for. You're the things. only person I I've talked to that says they like the taste of bear. I love it, dude. Like you got to get a good bear though. Like it's got to be yeah. cooked correctly. Just like I've heard mule deer's got to be cooked correctly, and I think that's just everything's got to be cooked correctly, and you right. like it, but. I love bear meat. I love bison meat, um, elk meat, deer, obviously. Right. I, 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 uh, I'm wondering what my turkey is going to taste like, but. Uh, so here's what I'll tell you: is when you when you decide to to do your turkey, don't think of it in the way of what you buy at the store. No. It is complete. It's a. It's not even in the same genre. It seems like. Right. Um, Steve Rinella has a. When he, I don't know if you've seen it, the episode where he completes his Grand Slam down in Florida. Yeah. He does something with turkey down there. Like, it just looked really good. I don't have a recipe for it, but I have a baseline just by watching the show, and well, I think that's what I'm going to do I've with the breast. I've got the recipe because I've got the book. With so is my buddy. The recipes in it, so. <laughs> but, yeah. I've, I've got the meat eater cookbook, so. <laughs> Me and my buddy were kind of curious as I was going through and cleaning my bird and stuff. He's. I remember hearing something about the yellow fat and stuff, and you're gonna you have to get it all off, or it's gonna gave me taste to it. My buddy said the same thing, but he was saying it was worse than what I was thinking it was. Right. What what is it like? You know, little I, pieces here and there aren't really, gonna be. I don't really know. I've never really I've never been told that. Um, you know, but I I don't know how you how you did your bird, but I breast out my bird my bird rather than you know. I know. I actually, I know people that pluck it, pluck their birds, or you know, yeah, spashcock, do all that shit. But I, I breast out my bird, and so it's pretty. I mean, I just go right there along the rib cage, mm -hmm. take the breast out, and you know, that's that's it for the most part. Yeah, um, I plucked it, went right down the rib cage, pulled the breast off, and there's like a tenderloin or something. It's a smaller piece of meat that's attached to the breast. I seen, and it's yeah. a lot. It's you can definitely tell by feeling it's a lot more tender than the breast is. So right. I got those off each uh, side, and then I, so I cut I, the legs off. I take the breast, and I take the legs. That's what That's, I did. And so when you do the legs, you got to be careful. Like, you got to – it's not something you just – that that one is – it's a, about a 10-hour process to make sure the legs taste right. 
Yeah, I'm going to throw those in a crock pot for sure. Yeah, those are in the crock pot because it's it's wild how uh, how tough those legs are. <laughs> yeah, and it, I shot a Jake, so it's going to be lean. Yeah, um, but yeah, like I said, I, I've got so I've got the whole the old meat deer cookbook. That was I got that for Christmas a couple years ago because you know I've always grown up with the okay, well, you chunk your you know you cube up your turkey and you deep fry it. Well. Now, now, you know, I've got all these different ways of going about doing it that all I have to do is just make sure I have the ingredients, you know, mm-hmm. um, like the legs, there's a soup that is phenomenal that you can make with the legs. Um, they, you know, and it's not just that, you know, there's other ways rather than, you know, okay, grilling your turkey breast rather than deep frying it. Mm-hmm. It's so much different. It's, it's all dependent on what you like. Yeah. Um, you know, like for, for for Thanksgiving this year, we did an outdoors Thanksgiving. So everything that we had for Thanksgiving was something that we had killed. Mm-hmm. So we had turkey, we had pheasant, we had squirrel, you know, like we had all this different stuff. That's awesome. That, yeah. And so it's like we smoked, we smoked the turkey and the pheasant and smoked turkey and smoked pheasant are both very good i believe so, it like i said it's just it just depends on who you are and what your taste taste is like but um yeah man it's just it's it's cool i mean like i said everybody's got their own different way of doing stuff and oh yeah i think mine i you know like mine and yours are two completely different different ways of doing it right so but well but the good news is if i don't like the way i cook it this time I'm going to go out and get another one next year and get, we're going to try it a different way. That's what you do right there, buddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I so. probably won't buy a fall tag because I'm going to be, you know, banging hard on the deer because I've, I've set myself up to the point where like now I have to do all this work to get a deer. Otherwise I'm going to be disappointed in myself. Right. Well, I mean, I ain't trying to like shoot. I mean, it's always the goal to shoot a huge monster deer, but at the same time, like, right. I just want a good mature deer, and I want to put some food in my freezer because I love my I love backstrap, man. I love backstrap. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I agree, man. I'm the same way. So that, uh, that's my goal. I mean, in Michigan, you know, in Ohio, I will be more selective over a deer because I got actual permission to hunt private property, and it, I got 600 acre or 500 some acres to hunt it, and right. it's mainly just me during bow season. And out of state yeah. hunts I'm going to do this year, it's going to be, um, there'll be those private land units up in Michigan, but I'm not going to be as selective. I'm going to try and get a mature buck if I see one, but I'm going to hold myself to, it's got to be an eight point or bigger in in Michigan, but it ain't got to be a three-year-old eight point or something like right. that, you know, because I'm not going out of state to film me killing does. I can do that in Ohio pretty easily. Yeah. So... That that's but, that's what it's gonna look like, and if I get that bear, dude, I'll have to I'll have to send you some meat or bring it bring some down to you. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll try. I'm I'm always game to try different things. You so. just gotta. <laughs> it depends on where you kill them at. You'll be able to base what the meat's gonna taste like a little bit because if yeah, I mean, you just watch Steve Ranella's couple of bear hunting episodes. He'll break it down even better than I will. But right. depending on the time of year and you kill it, like right before fall. Uh, when they're getting ready to go into hibernation, they're going to be eating a little bit of everything, trying to get ready. And right. 
it's going to be probably a little gamier flavor to it. Right after hibernation, they're going to be probably a little gamier because they're going around ripping up carcasses, eating grass and stuff. But that sweet spot in the spring or early fall, when they're not in rush mode and they're just taking their time eating grass or you know eating fish or mainly berries, that meat is going to be delicious. Right. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'd be definitely intrigued to try it. Um, get my own opinion of it, but yeah, but uh, well, I'm gonna have to hop off here and get yeah, ready for I work. My, my wife just texted me; she's on her way home, so but she's just take a listen to me talk about hunting and fishing anyway. So I guess <laughs> I probably should be hung up before we uh, before she walks in the door. <laughs> yeah, well, tell Courtney I said hello and you know yeah. all the rest of the family. But uh, I appreciate, yeah, appreciate coming it. on appreciate here, buddy. Having me on again, I'm sure this will probably be. Uh, I don't know. I'll be next turkey season before I get back on here. So. <laughs> yep. We'll we'll see. I've got, I got some big ideas to try and get going on the podcast here soon. So. But, good deal, man. Well, um, have a good evening at work when you get there, and then we'll uh, we'll be in touch. Yep. So. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna be crawling in pipe today. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I appreciate, yeah. it, buddy. You take her easy. Yep. Thanks, man. Yep. Later. Bye. So, a little recap. He's a 10 times better bird hunter than I am. Uh, there's a lot of good things. You you just, you can't experience some of the things that hunters experience without going out in the woods. Um, watching a lot of Steve Rinella and Breaking Point and uh, Drew Brothers and Bone Collector and a couple other hunting channels I watch and stuff like it. You, just get, you gain a deeper appreciation for the outdoor life. Um, I, I love the challenge of hunting each animal and having to learn their characteristics and their behavior to get close enough to try and get a kill. Um, it's not always about the kill. That That's the reward after the work. I am just as happy to, you know, put in the work and get close and learn even more just by being that close to a deer or a turkey um, and having that experience. Or doing it with great friends like I did in Michigan. I, I mean, Cherry on Top was getting a bird, but I had a great time up there hanging out with my buddy Lane um, driving around, goofing off, getting after them birds. It, it was one of my all-time favorite hunts and always will be. It was just so much fun. So much fun. So, um, like I said, I got to get ready for work. So, leave it like I always do. You know, go out there and live your life, guys. Just go out there and have fun. Do what, do what you do. Go live your life. Don't be afraid. Take chances. Um, you know, have no zero days. Go out there and do something small towards your goals every day, no matter what what that goal is. You know, just go out there and live life. Have fun. You only got one crack at it. So, um, this is episode 17 with Elijah Sims. We're talking turkeys today. So, I'm your host, Zach Fear, and this is Grindstone Adventures. Out. <laughs>